0: Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? Welcome to the Way Family Podcast. Hey. We're about to get down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I always have like a a split second moment where I feel Freak out thinking that I left the window open. <laughs> and, um, he is
1: dancing like a fool.
0: Like a maniac. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Well, anyways. Um, oh, gosh.
1: Hi, we have a real subject this week.
0: Yes, we have a real subject. We're going to be talking about contentment this week. Nope. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> we're um, talking about habits
1: <laughs> 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 habits Just br- get it together, man.
0: Oh uh, my my heart is still pumping uh. yeah, okay, so, how are you guys doing? Are you doing good? Are you having a a good day so far?
1: Well, are you? <laughs> well,
0: I hope so. uh we can't hear you if you're having a sucky day, we're just gonna assume you're having a great day. Well, um, if you're
1: having a sucky day, I'm sorry. I hope it's, I hope it gets better.
0: Yes, and we've had quite a few of those in the past couple weeks.
1: As you know, if you listened to last week's episode,
0: yeah. If someone started listening to the podcast last week, they might think we're downers all the time.
1: Yeah. Well. Well, okay. Let them think it. <laughs>
0: Well, anyways, so this week we're going to be talking about habits. Good habits, bad habits. How do you break habits? What do you do?
1: What are habits?
0: How do you form habits? Why do you form habits?
1: Why do you do habits?
0: You got to stay high all the time to keep you off my mind.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Stop. But before we get into that, um, we've got some emails. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Okay, all right.
0: <laughs> um, gotta stay. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Anyways, before we get into that, we got some emails, we got a voicemail, and we got some questions from Tumblr that we'll get to hit those up real quick, and then we'll get into the main topic. But before we answer those, um, Hannah, how is your week? Hi. How was
1: your week? um, my week was medium, huh? I hate to say only medium, but it was it was kind of a rough week, but not as rough as the week before, so that's why I say medium, well, it was like high medium, so like medium to well done is what it was. well done means wonderful, so it was like medium, well, okay, yeah, that's what I mean, um. Yeah, it's been kind of um, another one of those tough parenting weeks for me and Forrest and well, I mean, and Zach and Forrest too, but just like during the day with me and him and he just doesn't listen to me. He just decides I want to do what I want to do and I don't want to do anything else. So. That's, I mean, I know that's very normal for a two year old, but it just, it takes a toll after a while being disrespected so many times and ignored so many times and blah, 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 blah. And here I am complaining and I'm not trying to complain. I'm just keeping it real. This is what it has been like for me. So that's been hard, but we've also had a bunch of really, really good moments too. So I'll try to, you know, keep focused on those or whatever. Yeah. Um...
0: Whoever said parenting was easy, probably didn't have kids, or they had a perfect kid.
1: Nobody has ever said that. I'm sorry. That's never no, been some, said. I'm sure some people it's have It's never said been that. said by an actual parent.
0: <laughs> You'd uh, be surprised.
1: Ugh. Well, there are some people that like to make you feel bad about parenting stuff. But anyways, that's a different story. Um, yeah. So, that that was the hard part, but... There have been lots of good parts. We ate some really good food this week. <laughs> that salmon was really good. Yeah. Um we got to go to a oh, I got to go with Zach's sister who newly is she's newly engaged. I got to go with her trying wedding dresses and that was really fun. And then today we got to do something fun. We went to we went to slow as a family. Zach got some, well, I'll let Zach talk about that part, but we got coffee and we got dinner and we went to the beach and it was just So you just nice. explained everything we no, did. No, I was saying, I'll let you say what you
0: got. Oh, oh, thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, So it was just a nice, like easy family time and it was very fun. It was very simple, nothing fancy, but it was really fun. And yeah, that was pretty good. So how was your week, babe?
0: My week was good. I had a crazy week at work, um, just trying to get done a lot of stuff, and because I wear a lot of different hats at my job, I guess titles would be the appropriate term, I have a lot of titles at one of my jobs, Um, it can be kind of stressful to navigate what is priority and what is not, especially because I have different bosses, and like last week... (sighs) Last week was interesting because two people were telling me the exact opposite of things to do. And they said, no, this has priority drop everything else. And the other person (laughs) was like, no, this has priority drop everything else. Ah, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just do them both. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I, I think that regardless of the circumstances my attitude was pretty good last week because i had been focusing on the stoicism um kind of stuff that i've been learning and how i can't change anyone else i can't necessarily i can't always change my circumstances but the thing that i can change is the way that i react and the way that um like i can Navigate my emotions. Um, are you having fun brushing your fingers with your hair? <laughs> yes, I was. What were you doing? It just just felt, dusting it, off your fingers? It just felt nice. <laughs> You're like totally zoned out. You don't care about anything I'm saying. I do.
1: I'm listening. You're focusing on the stoicism and how you can't help what happens to you. You can help how you react to it. I was listening.
0: Okay, good. Go on. So I think overall, my attitude was pretty good last week, which even though it was not the best circumstances, I still had a great week because I decided that I was going to not let the situations um get in my way.
1: And it was also loads better than the week before. Right. Even though it was still kind of a hard week.
0: And I came to a interesting conclusion. Now, I didn't really get depressed last week. I It's something that I call pre-depression. And it is when I I feel like I'm helpless to prevent the oncoming depression that I know is going to come at some point in time. I'm just not sure when, and I'm just kind of like dreading when it actually happens. But I haven't arrived there yet. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Kind of. Yeah. I don't think that I experience it in the same way that you do, but uh, I think I I think I think know what you mean.
0: I'm just, like, preparing for the worst to happen mm-hmm. emotionally. Like, I know that I'm going to, like, it's going to catch up with me eventually.
1: Oh, then, no. I don't know. Oh. That's, I mean, I get that, but I'm not, I don't ever really feel like that.
0: I think, like, I can distract myself for... S- um, you know, a certain period of time, but there's only so much distracting that I can do before the inevitable happens and I'm forced to face the Well
1: that's pretty pessimistic.
0: Yeah, it is. But I am pessimistic. Mm-hmm. But I luckily was able to get out of that pre pre depression state. But I did find something interesting that was pretty valuable to me, which I want to kind of study a little bit farther. I was having a talk with one of my coworkers and we were talking about how it's it's almost it well, for me at least, it is easy to be content when everything in life is going wrong. Mm-hmm. Because there's situations and circumstances that are out of, are out of your control.
1: You just can't help but you do just, nothing.
0: You just can't help and you just are like you just have to trust. Mm-hmm. Um well, for me, it'd be God um that everything is going to that it's in God's hands, it's in control, He knows what's best, and he loves me, and he's gonna work it out um but and then it's also pretty easy for me to be content in um like the great times of life, like when everything's going great, it's pretty easy to be content. Because part of being content is being thankful and having gratitude towards your situation and your circumstances and your life. And when things are great, it's easy to be content. And when things are horrible, it's easy to be content. So the highs and the lows, it's easy for me to be content. But somewhere in the middle is the most difficult place for me to be content. And I find myself in the middle the most frequent. So That's where
1: you get restless,
0: yeah, restless and bored, and life seems so mundane like and monotonous. Anxious for the next thing, yes, mm-hmm. and it's just very difficult to be content in that situation when you're just kind of feel like you're stuck in the middle. So I feel like I learned some good insights um, that I'm gonna be thinking through over the next couple of weeks of how to be content in the middle parts of life, because I don't really need practice on. You know, the other two, Mm -hmm. the highs and the lows. So I think overall it was an insightful week. It was a good week. And I got some Birkenstocks. (laughs) I needed new sandals. Summer's basically here. And Mm -hmm. my rainbows are completely worn through. And I decided to just use all of my fun money for the month. And my clothing money for the month. (laughs) And some. (laughs) And an extra $10. (laughs) To get these Birkenstocks. Um, and uh, I I like them.
1: They look good too.
0: Yeah, I just love the way my toes look in them. Just so they, happy. They
1: look good on you. Now I'm, we're a Birkenstock family. Yeah. And also one other thing about today, we got to take Forrest to a comic book store and he picked out a book and he was just so happy and it's a book about all the superheroes that he likes and some new ones he's never learned before. And he was just beside himself. So that was fun that we got to take him there. Yeah. (laughs) And the whole time we're like, okay, you've got to listen. You've got to be nice. You have to hold our hand when we're on the street. And if you can do that, then we will take you to the comic book store. And he, like, he did really good for that part. Yeah. And then he kind of was a turd later. But anyways, (laughs) it was nice (laughs) while it lasted. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, all right, well, let's play this voicemail, then we're getting into the emails and the questions. but here is our latest Google voicemail. Hello, my name's Emily, longtime insta fan follower
1: of you guys um new listener to the podcast oh, and cool. I was just listening to your podcast <laughs> and just had to stop and leave a voicemail because I think you guys are awesome and you just finished your you know intro and update on your life and you said Thomas this is boring and I was like it's not boring it's real life and you guys are real people um Mm -hmm. who just happen to be recording yourself talk anyway um I think you guys are awesome thanks for just being real and um discussing important things and maybe sometimes some not important things because it's stimulating it's interesting, and for a stay-at-home mom, it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends. Wow. Um, also,
0: I'm driving in my phone, so anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks for seeing you guys, and I think they are pretty cool. Um, that's all. Okay, bye. Oh,
1: oh, thanks, Emily. Thank you, Emily. I think that I've had a couple Instagram conversations with you. So anyways, thank you for leaving that. That was very encouraging.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, maybe the podcast can work, you know i mean Um, it is working
1: it's yes we've it's working
0: it's it's just always difficult for me because i'm trying to think about like is this going to be received well and i know that it's just kind of an experiment for us and we're trying to learn new skills and things like that but i saw that at least the podcast i was listening to they're not done by like real people the majority of them mm-hmm. okay the majority of them some of them are but it just seemed like i'm so i'm so tired of hearing from experts and like the frou-frou weird language that they use it just seems so disconnected from like the average person mm-hmm. and you know what i am stoked that we have a lot of stay-at-home moms listening
1: I- too. That warms my heart.
0: That is definitely one of my favorite pay- people groups. Stay at home moms? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. They're just... Because they, they get they, it. Because they work so hard. It's oftentimes a thankless job. Um, it is... It is hard work and they kind of, um, they carry the family in a sense. And I appreciate that. And I think that stay-at-home moms are not valued as much in society as they should be. Um, And they don't really have like a like a voice you know yeah like in the media or you know whatever a stay-at-home moms like yeah. in tv shows are always like the ditzy like always dropping the ball can't manage their life always on the verge of emotional breakdown and just kind of a wreck and maybe well,
1: sometimes that's me so sometimes <laughs> a little that's bit you. Accurate. <laughs>
0: but it's i don't know like why can't you portray like the the really cool awesome parts of motherhood on a tv show or in the media or
1: well i think that that's why i like parenthood so much because it had like the different parents and like how they i don't like all the moms were so different you know like julia the the working mom and then um sarah the one that never has anything together and then um oh christina our favorite
0: i love christina she
1: was like she i feel like i relate with her the most like super emotional has it together like 50 percent of the time and is just learning all the time but
0: when she's on her on game like she is on point when she's you know
1: yeah that's why i like that show because it seems so realistic because sometimes they all just suck and sometimes they have really good moments and that is like exactly what parenting is sucking and winning all mixed together (laughs) yeah mostly sucking (laughs) (laughs)
0: well becca sent us an email and she said hi guys just wanted to let you know that even though you thought you guys were complaining a lot it seemed like you guys were in high spirits joking around and it was super entertaining and not annoying to listen to at all love hearing how you guys are doing the good the bad it's life congrats on the pregnancy so excited for you guys becca
1: thank you awesome That's nice.
0: Yeah. The good, the bad, it's life. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. What are the questions we got?
1: We've got uh, five or six questions.
0: All right. Let's hit like three of them.
1: Okay. When and how did you find out about your second baby? Was it a big surprise like Forrest?
0: No. We found out like 16 weeks ago 14 weeks ago
1: we found out on friday the 13th oh and it was like it was very new when it had happened because this is a secret i mean not really a secret but almost positive this baby was conceived on our backpacking trip
0: very positive
1: yep it it was (laughs) so yeah we found out a week after um zach's sister's wedding it was on friday the 13th i remember um anyways it wasn't, like, a surprise because we've been wanting to have another baby. So, like, I haven't been on birth control. We haven't been, like, doing... We we were doing, like, the the natural family planning stuff for a while but then we were planning like trying to you know make a baby for a couple months so it wasn't like a huge surprise but it was a surprise because i just expected it to be negative again i was like super like down about it all and literally like the day before that i was like crying, crying just and talking to zach and i'm breakdown. like it's not gonna happen my body is broken and it's not gonna work and And then we prayed about it and he like calmed me down. And I was just like, I was legit. I was just like mad about it and I was over it. And then um, the next day, then I just, Forrest was taking a bath and I was like, whatever, I'll just try to take a test. And I did. It was positive. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was freaking out. And Zach wasn't going to be home for like two hours. So I took another one. And then I was like, oh gosh, oh gosh, he's not going to be home for like two more hours. Well, how am I supposed to not tell him? So I, I was going to go to your work and do it, but I was like, I don't want to bring this stick that I just peed on into your work. So I waited. Gross. And then he was like wrestling with Forrest and I just showed him and yeah, we were very excited. So it was like a surprise because I was fully expecting it to be negative again because I felt like we'd been planning, we'd been like doing it on the right days and blah, 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 blah. But then it was like when we were on our backpacking trip and I wasn't focusing on all that and it was just us, having a fun time on our backpacking trip <laughs> really a fun time um oh gosh this is getting so personal you just sorry whatever over
0: the line so many I'm times sorry. anyways i'm just was being silent so okay
1: i'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable i'm not trying to be i'm just trying to be real okay so it was like that is when it happened so i don't know we're very excited and i still can't believe that there's a human growing inside of me but anyways
0: and just to be clear, I am, sorry. What? I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Just to be clear, I forgot what I was going to say.
1: Oh, good. Glad we're clear about that. Um, okay. Next question. Thank you, Anonymous, for that question. Next question. Is this where the podcast questions go? I'd love for Hannah to talk about her hiking adventures in terms of hiking alone. What are safety precautions that you take when you're out there hiking alone with your little one? I know it might sound weird, but I'm totally comfortable hiking when I'm in a more rural I hate that word rural. It's so hard to say. Rural. Rural. rural Area. But I live close to DC and I guess I get nervous hiking alone sometimes. Thoughts? Okay, my thoughts. Um, don't be afraid, but also if you have any if you feel any reason to be afraid, then just be prepared when you go.
0: Be prepared. (laughs) That's from Lanking, isn't it? I think so. Yeah,
1: it is. Um, like Zach well we haven't made this yet, but Zach's gonna make me this little kit that has like pepper spray and a compass and a knife and a lighter and like chapstick sunscreen different stuff like that in it like a little survival kit in a fanny pack or something but pepper spray so like if you're nervous about people out there attacking you or something then bring pepper spray with but don't be afraid to go hiking you know i think that that's like everybody always tells me oh you should be careful out there hiking by yourself with a with a little baby and i was like I don't I don't want to I mean, I want to be prepared, but I don't want to be scared about it because it's something that I love to do. And I think it's very um, it's like a very portrayed idea that women shouldn't hike by themselves. But there's a
0: lot of like fear. Yeah, that is
1: fear tactics,
0: uh, fear tactics and fear marketing that is geared towards women. And I don't think that that is healthy um because it's no. just constant mm-hmm. but i definitely think you need to be prepared yeah definitely. and i would say the cool thing about hiking is the hiking culture um is generally like very friendly and mm-hmm. helpful and um, it's
1: like you've got this like sense of friendship even though you don't know each other it's like you're both on the trail yeah it's All like right, community cool.
0: but then there's those weirdos where you walk by and you say hi and they don't make yeah. eye contact and just but keep walking
1: there's also weirdos out there that like would like to take advantage of a girl hiking alone so that's why like you should be prepared you know because there are those weirdos in the world yeah sad to say like that's a, that's a thing
0: and i would say they are in both the rural and the large cities
1: yeah so i think so they could be anywhere
0: but i'd say it don't <laughs> they could
1: be anywhere watch out watch it back <laughs> i'm like doing the fear tactics right now
0: <laughs> I, I would just say like um If you are uh, afraid of that and you don't know how to protect yourself and that's just like something that's on your mind, then you should maybe not go hiking alone or you shouldn't go very far. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. if you find yourself like hiking for like four hours... And then you're like, oh crap, I'm all alone. Mm -hmm. You're going to be scared for four hours until you get back to your car. So, you know. Or
1: just take a friend with you, you know, until you feel more comfortable doing it or until you, like, take the self defense class or whatever you think you need to do. Yeah.
0: And I would also say that longer hiking trips, and most people, when they say, like, hiking, they mean, like, maybe two hours. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're gone for, like, four hours or more, like, you need to be prepared. Yeah. You don't know what the weather could be. You need, you can't just carry your phone and your keys that is dumb and that's that's not just dumb for a woman that is dumb for a man that is dumb, dumb for, for anybody. anybody don't take your dog out for 4 hours if you didn't bring your dog water and something to eat you know like it's just dumb so i don't mean to say that you should definitely go out hiking more because it is good for you in so many ways, but you should also learn to be prepared and not let your fear or anxiety kind mm-hmm. of um, stop you.
1: And don't let other people like make you feel like you shouldn't be doing it because if it's something that you love to do and you are prepared for it and you you know are careful, then don't make don't let them make you feel bad or stupid for doing it. Like, oh, you're a woman and you hike alone. Like, no, don't let people do that.
0: But also they're like part of being prepared is you have to be you have to know like the area and you have to know like what the risks are. Um, Like if you're hiking on a beach, you have to know what the tides are. If you don't know where the closest ranger station is like that could be a problem. If you don't know how to mm-hmm start your car if it has a dead battery or change your tire or also that's just general life that's just general life stuff but what i'm saying is like being prepared is is very important Mm -hmm.
1: and like i'll say the fanny pack idea again that that's like how i would be prepared well how i'm going to zach is making it for me but like a little mini survival kit with like pepper spray blah 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 you know different stuff in it that like a granola bar or two in case I'm like lost and starving, or I okay, I never go anywhere that I haven't been before for the most part, or that like I haven't, like, I never go anywhere where I could get lost. So, especially with forest, so that's like not really a thing for me, but um but yeah bring something like that like food make sure you have water pepper spray um something to start a fire you know stuff like that
0: yeah and and proper attire for mm-hmm. the elements and also one thing that i would say is like there's a place nearby us that if we weren't listening to the news or paying attention to like if if we d- were just not prepared then our car could have been broken into because there has been a lot of car break-ins in this one trailhead mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like continual break ins and people keep parking their cars there and no one's really doing anything about it. So just don't go there until they catch the guy or, you know, just avoid that
1: (laughs) (laughs) until they catch the bad guy.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Next question. Throw him in jail. Yeah. My current job pays me really well, but it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. I've been interviewing with a school for special needs kids and I'm going for a second interview, but the pay is half of what I'm making now. What do I do? Money and a stress-free life financially or mental clarity and no money?
0: Oh, this is a good question. This is
1: a really good question.
0: This is a really tough question.
1: Yeah, I don't think that there's like a straight up answer for everybody. I mean, for like across the board, everybody.
0: Yeah, there's not a there's not. And across the board, one size fits all answer for this.
1: Because a lot of people would say, um, make sure you find a job that, yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like work.
0: Find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your yes, life. Yes.
1: that. Thank you. That was way more eloquent. That's what I meant. And that is, like, so ideal. Like, I'm sure every single person on Earth would love to be able to do that, but that's not realistic. And sometimes the job that you love is not going to pay the bills, you know? And so, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Sometimes the job you love isn't going to pay the bills, but you still have to pay the bills. So.
1: And sometimes you have to pay the bills and st- also still do the job you love hence working two jobs hence what zach's doing
0: (laughs) hence my life (laughs) yeah hence (laughs) yeah okay so let me tell you this from my perspective so the the job that i wanted that the thing that i'm passionate about they could not pay me enough money um And I I just knew that. Now, it's different when you have a family and you know that you have to support them. You can really cut a lot of corners when you're just living by yourself. And that might, it depends on your personality type, but that might affect you negatively. Or you might be able to thrive in that environment. Uh, Just frugal living and being super cheap. Um, And then you could take that job. But for me um, and my family, I knew that I needed to not be selfish and also provide for my families and pay the bills and pay off our student loans. So I decided um, to do neither of the things that you, the, the two options that you laid out. And I dis- Or both. Yeah, yeah both. Um, I took the job part-time and then I continued working um, at my current job and it definitely stretches me every single week. Um, it's very difficult, but I am doing something that I love and able to provide for my family and make ends meet most of the time, except for, you know, when we have to go to the ER. <laughs> um, so... I would say, like, you you always have to make some sort of sacrifice. Life is not ideal. Life is not fair. Mm-hmm. And if you pick the job that you love, but you're not getting paid for it, you're eventually going to end up hating that. Yeah. Maybe not the job, but you're going to hate the situation that you're in. Because If of, you know from the start.
1: Because of the stress that it's going to put on you.
0: Right. So you might be living a, you know less stressful life because you're doing something that you're passionate about but then you have to think about the stress that you're going to be adding on yourself of not maybe not being able to make ends meet or having you know having to cut back on things or
1: eating ramen noodles for every meal
0: but then on the other side if you take the job that you are if you stay at the job that where you're making a lot of money you can choose to volunteer some of your time to do things that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then it's kind of like you are, you're taking the job that you don't really love, but that is funding your way to do the things that you're passionate about. And I find that a lot of times when you do that, you put more effort into the things that you're passionate about because you you had to, in a sense, earn the right to be there and to do that. And you're sacrificing in order to do that. So,
1: And I really clearly remember having a conversation with you about this. Because it was like, it was before you'd gotten the job at the church. And you were like, I don't think that I'm going to ever get a job at a church. But, I mean, you're like being a little dramatic. Because it had been like a couple months of you like applying and whatever at different places. Not applying, just like sending your resume or whatever. And you're like, I don't think that I'm going to ever work at a church and but like I think that I am okay with that because as long as I can you know work hard to make money for my family at a job and then come home and be a good dad and a good husband then I think that that will be enough for my life and I was like I like couldn't believe that I was like I still remember we were driving up to my parents house and we were right on that place on the 101 well not like everybody knows but anyways I remember where we were when I when you were saying that and I was like that is like a very huge concept because it's like the things that you really really cared about was me and Forrest and that's what you cared about like being good at you know what I mean not necessarily a job so I don't know. I thought that was very interesting.
0: Yeah. And that's something that I've been having to wrestle through for the past two years of my life. And it's very, very difficult not to find, at least for me, I'm sure it's for some other people, but I don't want to make a blanket statement say for everyone. But I think it's very difficult to find, to not find your identity in your career or Mm -hmm. in your job. Because careers and jobs have this kind of end all be all. This is who you are. This is your life decision. All all the choices you've made have brought you to this place. And Mm -hmm. this is what your self worth is wrapped up in. Yeah. And this is how you are defined. But your identity is not in your job. It's not in your career. So stop making it be that. Yeah. Like you can find your identity in something outside of your job. And your job is just a way to fund your life. And I think if you view things that way, it's a lot easier. But that's not to say that you shouldn't do things that you're passionate about. All I'm saying is you're going to have to make sacrifices either way. Mm -hmm. Just decide what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're not all right
1: okay wait one more question
0: okay it'll be a fast one okay fast one
1: congrats on the new baby so exciting question for hannah i know you make an effort in your everyday life to use natural products for you and forest i was just wondering and for zach too i was just wondering if you cut anything further out during pregnancy um no i mean most of my products are pretty clean for the most part like the ones that i use every day so no sorry but i do i have been posting a lot of like really good products like clean products on my essential oils instagram hanaway essentials if you're interested in that kind of thing so i share more stuff on there but no nothing further i didn't really have anything further to cut out i mean I, i'm not drinking alcohol or eating raw fish you know the normal pregnancy stuff but as for products no i didn't really have to cut anything else out okay
0: yeah you're a pretty clean lady yeah. Well, you're pretty dirty, but you're pretty clean. What? <laughs> you can take that however you want.
1: Can you not this episode? <laughs> I'm trying to get Zach to Why throw... did you have to
0: take that the way you took I it? I didn't
1: know how to take it. What do you mean by... <laughs> okay moving on i'm trying there are a couple things that zach still uses that i'm trying to get him to throw out he still likes his poison filled dry shampoo and
0: you bought that i did you bought i bought that.
1: that a long time ago and i'm just zero waste i put, it, waste, under, I put you know? it under the counter because i did not want anyone to use it anymore
0: so you didn't throw it away you put it under the counter Oh, i'm gonna throw it away makes, now makes a lot Good of luck sense using
1: it now way well. to go I got him new deodorant and stuff because his deodorant was a 10 on the Think Dirty Scale. So, okay. I don't use
0: deodorant anymore. That stuff doesn't work anyways. So, anyways. Poison. Let's get into habits. Habits. (sighs) Good habits, bad habits. Habits. Habits, habits, habits. Habits galore. Hannah, what are some of your good habits? Um, I'll tell you. You brush your teeth regularly.
1: Thank you. And yes, I do. I also wash my face every night and every morning because it's important to me. Um, Good habits. Good habits.
0: You make time to work on your business.
1: I do. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if I have any other good habits. I try to get outside every day. That's good. But that's more of like an effort thing. I don't think that's a habit. That's like a... Okay Okay, we need to get outside at least once a day. So
0: you eat healthy. Yeah, I do. That is a habit. Yeah. It took effort, but mm-hmm. now it's a habit.
1: I mean, I like my ice cream, but yeah, you're right. What are your good habits? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I try to be very disciplined. Um, I I Oh gosh, man, I used to be so free-spirited and just <laughs> just a complete wild child. Wild hippie and I'm learning more and more that I need discipline and routine in my life. And so I've had to make an extreme effort to do that, but I can I go through cycles of habits. Like last month, it was a habit for me to go climbing. Uh-huh. monday wednesday friday play my guitar um w- work in the garage like those things were habits mm-hmm. um because i built them into my routine but what i don't know what good habits you are
1: very good at cleaning up after yourself
0: yes yes if i am
1: more than the way more than the average person like uh, right when you're done with something you clean up the mess no matter what it is you're very good about that
0: if it's dirty clean it up if you break it throw it away if if it's messy if it's messy pick it up if
1: you used it put it away
0: yes just general basic rules that i had instilled in me from a very early age um well
1: it's also i mean i also had that instilled in me from a very early age but it's more important to you than it was to me but now it's equally important well maybe not equally to you but it's very important to me now also
0: yeah it's very important to you But...
1: It's not my habit.
0: It is a habit for me.
1: Yeah, it's your habit.
0: So, like, when I finish breakfast, I take my bowl and my spoon and whatever I'm eating for breakfast, and I clear it and i wash it out and then i set it out to dry and sometimes i'll even dry it and then put it away mm-hmm. and then clean up the my placemat. and you know
1: and we're also getting forest in that habit too
0: yeah and he's he's gotten pretty good he's at doing
1: pretty good today today he at lunch wait was it lunch yeah at lunch he put his plate over on the counter without even being asked yes. he was done with his food and he just brought it and we were so proud of him
0: yeah. And we have him wipe off his placemat uh, mm-hmm. from any spills.
1: And anytime he spills just like normally, he's like, Oh, oops, I made a mess. And then he cleans it up. <laughs> yeah. And um, also I thought of another one of my good habits. Um, I do not check my phone in the morning until I've gotten out of bed and been a human for a little while.
0: That's one of my bad habits.
1: Well, I had to like train myself to do that because it's so easy to just like wake up first thing i need to do look at my phone i mean why is that the first thing that anybody needs to do it's not you don't need you're not you don't need to look at your phone the first thing but i found that it's like my day i like i like it a lot better starting my day off not with my phone like with the actual humans in my life instead so yeah I, that's been helpful for me but yeah that's one of your bad habits but it's true it's different for you because your alarm goes off and then you have your phone anyway, so you're like and
0: then i'm check the weather and check emails and check to see yeah, what my meetings are in. and then i'm like oh well you know i might as well check the news psych gonna watch some facebook videos <laughs> 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 oh yeah it's a nerd. So, Habits can be learned.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know because that we were listening to an audio book earlier today on habits. And well, the way that she. Specifically
0: negative bad habits.
1: Yeah. The way that she defined habits was like an. She was talking about bad habits and like why we do them bad habits and addictions. So that was like one thing. So I think that good habits can be learned.
0: I think that bad habits are also learned.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to read some of the notes that I took on that book because um it was a very interesting
0: book. There's a lot of frou frou expert weirdo yeah. language
1: like harness the harness wisdom your wisdom within. and your
0: intelligence within for the ultimate zen.
1: It was, yeah, there was a lot was of that stuff that was just like, what th- does that? that even mean
0: we skipped two chapters
1: but it was also a lot of really interesting stuff because well like okay for my bad habits I have a couple of them um I default to my phone in like certain situations like if i'm in an elevator alone and someone else comes in i go on my phone because it's an awkward situation and i want to remove myself from the situation so i like just act like i have something very important on my phone or like if forest is really frustrating me and i need to just take a break i don't like go and drink a glass of water or something i like my default is to go like sit on a chair just be alone for a second and I instantly go on my phone and scroll mindlessly through stupid stuff. So that's like that is one of my worst habits because I hate that. Like there if I'm in a situation with Forrest where he's frustrating me, I would rather work out the situation with him and be in the messiness with him and figure it out. Well, I mean, I wouldn't rather. It's way harder. So, but I want to do that instead of just like taking myself out of the situation if that makes sense. And I remember this a couple weeks ago, um when we we had like a really big fight and Zach like left the room and I was like sitting in bed crying and like it was like I didn't even like I was not in control of my arms and I like grabbed my phone and like I was literally crying and I took my phone and I just started like scrolling through Instagram and I was like what am I doing what this is not important right now why am I doing this so that is probably that is like that is probably one of my very worst habits and I, I hate that I do that. I hate that I use it for, like my phone is such a crutch. It's like so annoying i hate that about myself
0: my phone is the same way i do the same thing in the morning i do the same thing at night just kind of when i want to unwind and relax yeah. and then i just waste countless hours well we've already talked about this so much so let's yeah. kind of move past the phone thing okay How, yeah.
1: well what is like your bad habit that you're going to be like referring to that's going to be my bad uh, habit that i'm referring to gosh. tonight what's yours
0: i don't know i've got so many of them
1: okay just pick one <laughs> <sighs> Has to be different than the phone, even though I know that's one of yours too.
0: Okay, like coming home and getting a beer. Why is that bad? Having a beer with dinner. Wait. Just it's a habit. How about it's... the
1: smoking one?
0: Oh, that's pretty bad. Let's
1: do. Let's talk about that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up because
1: that's something that I would like for you to change, but I don't. I just I'm ashamed don't, of it. I don't see the. Be- I'm ashamed of me being on my phone. Yeah, but. I just don't see the beer thing as really bad. Like, do you think that's a bad habit?
0: Well, yes, because it got to the point where I didn't really enjoy the beer mm. Um, when we had Coors Banquet all the time, which is oh, like... Yeah water and yeah. then you know i'd just come home and i'd play with Forrest and then i'd grab a beer and then we'd have dinner and i wasn't like i didn't even enjoy the beer at all i just yeah. didn't but it was just a habit yeah and it's just empty calories yeah <laughs> i don't That's know true. like it's just like a mindless dumb stupid habit that has no real point well isn't uh,
1: that like smoking too
0: uh yeah but i'm trying to what what did she say in the book? You're trying to fill some void in your life, or mm-hmm. trying to fix some problem. And so, what she you're was... trying
1: to remove yourself from your situation? Wait, th- I wrote a quote down specifically about this. Um, well, maybe not a quote. Uh, nearly all habits start as a way to not feel what you're feeling. In effect, it's an ineffective way to feel more comfortable in your own skin. Mm. Very interesting. To
0: feel more comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting because I think a lot of the things that I do subconsciously is a way to make me feel more comfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. And w- the thing that just kept hitting me, which I really, I wish she would have said it, but she just did not. And she kind of, she had some l- weird language. I mean, yeah. it's a good book. We haven't finished it yet. So I'll put it in the show notes. You guys can listen to it for yourselves. But Hannah. It's very interesting. Kind of likened it to the the life-changing art of tidiness.
1: Yeah, like a lot of mumbo-jumbo, but then also like some really interesting points that like make you reflect on yourself.
0: Yeah, like in the lifetime... In the tidiness book, the author talks about like...
1: Your socks having feelings.
0: Yeah. Saying thank you to your socks and your your purse when you set them down and <laughs> things like that. And it's just like, oh, what the frick are you talking about? But then other stuff is like helpful. Like don't fold your socks because the elasticity is going to weaken over time and yeah. then they're going to get slouchy or, you know, just like... <laughs> put your clothes away that's when you're socks. done wearing them. You yeah. know it's like helpful stuff, but then it's also like, um, what the frick? So anyways, that's kind of how this book was. But a resounding idea or theme that the author touched on was that habits are just an external sign of something that is happening internally. Yes, this so. is
1: like a behavioral habit. Um I'm just reading from my notes here. Behavioral habit, focus on outward action as the negative. So like she used the example of biting your nails. So if someone bites their nails, you would say that's a bad habit to bite your nails. It's it's bad for your nails. There's lots of germs under there. It's just not a good thing to do. But it's the thought that underlies the problem. So it's like the reason that you bite your nails, which you might do it subconsciously, um, it's how, okay, wait, it's a thought that underlies the problem, how you relate to the thoughts that run in your head. So that's like what causes the outward problem. So like for you and the beer, it's not like the, like if someone would say that reaching for a beer so often, not like you're an alcoholic, but I mean like that would be the negative. But really the negative is like the inward thought thoughts.
0: Right. It's like, and the thing with habits is they form like synapse highways in your mm-hmm. brain and it changes your like net... N- I don't even know what the scientific term is yeah it changes it changes the way your brain functions and she refers to it as the lower part of your brain, kind of like the animal brain or the lizard brain, the kind of non-thinking like survival mode, fight or flight. No, the mentality.
1: lower is the emotions.
0: Lower, yes, is emotions
1: and the top and the upper is the logic.
0: Right. So the lower yeah. doesn't have the capacity for reason. Uh, yes. ha- habits aren't formed based on reason. Or logic, they're just simple actions that we carry out, and we're not really sure why we do them. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to do them because we've continued to build on this habit, and it forms kind of a highway of our synapses, which travel so much faster in our brain um, because, like the, it's like a network of chemical reactions that happen instantly, and that is what forms habits. And the more that you engage in those habits the harder it is to break Mm -hmm. so for instance like the science experiment with a dog and a bell Um, anytime the bell rang they would give a dog food and then they eventually rang the bell and didn't give the dog the food and the dog already started salivating Mm -hmm. because it knew that the food was coming it was just like an animal brain the the lizard brain just automatically forming chemical reactions yeah, based so on the circumstance. It's
1: like when you have your habit and you like partake in your habit. So like when Zach gets the beer or when, it sounds like when Zach hits the bottle, that's not like what we're meaning because he doesn't, it, he honestly doesn't drink that much. That's why I didn't really see it as a problem. But so when Zach drinks his beer, it's or a bad habit I for sure though. Take out my phone in an awkward or frustrating situation. It's like, I know that I have gotten sa- like temporary satisfaction from this before like that's what that's the things that's happening in my brain like okay in this situation if you take out your phone you will have temporary satisfaction and that and that is like that's what the thought is and that's what happens but
0: and it's trying to you're trying to remove yourself from your current yes state. you're
1: trying to like bring yourself to a more um comfortable situation or you know state of being or whatever but um I, w- I read a different book about b- the brain and stuff. It's called The Whole Brain Child. I know i talked about like probably uh, like six different episodes because it is such a good book and it is so helpful with a toddler. I think I need to read it over again. But anyways, they talk about how your lower brain, like it, when anything happens, like the synapses go through your lower brain first. And that is like the emotion, the like knee jerk reaction section of your brain. So like if you like if someone started yelling at me instantly, like the synapses would ha- would go through the bottom part of my brain so like someone's yelling at me start crying right now which i like if someone was mad at me like a couple of years ago if zach and me would have a fight i would like just start crying and, and
0: just to be clear i don't yell at her no 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 no. okay no, he doesn't
1: he doesn't yell she's making ever. me sound
0: like a raging alcoholic <laughs> who is beating her and yelling at her all the time no
1: i'm not saying i'm just saying like if someone expressed like any form of upsetness with me I like instantly would just like start crying and I mean I think that I've grown a little bit from that I still cry a lot but it's like when I like if I was to tell Forrest like you're in trouble you are are, you have to have a time out right now his he instantly just starts yelling and crying because he doesn't want to have a timeout, even though he he knows he did something wrong. But it goes through the bottom part of your brain first, the emotion part before it can get to the top. So like in this book, they're saying (laughs) before it can get to the top, I mean, before it can get to the upper part, the logical part of your brain. So in this book, they're saying like, if you, you yourself, like if something happens, they always tell you like, if before you freak out, take a deep breath, like wait till that One little synapsis gets to your upper brain and you can think logically about it because it just takes like a split second. But you know, there's those people that like lose their temper and just totally like go off on people. But, anyways, that's like that's
0: and there's some people who are more logical, yeah, like
1: and even keeled and
0: even keeled. And so they're able to process emotions and things like that. But isn't it interesting that it,
1: it goes through there first? Like that it makes so much sense. Like when I think about four, like he doesn't know how to, okay, mom's telling me. I have to go in timeout. I need to just take a deep breath and accept my punishment. He doesn't know to do that. He's a two-year-old, you know. So it's like
0: when I'm walking through Disneyland and I smell the corn dogs, yeah. and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and I'm not hungry at all, know. you know. But They're I smell so it. I smell it, and I'm like, uh, I have to have that right now. You have to. And I just start walking over there, and then, like, as I'm halfway over there, I'm like, I'm not even hungry. Yeah. Dinner's is two hours away. Yeah. What am I doing? it's just stupid yeah and then i'm able to like take a breath are you and able move to move on sometimes i give in you <laughs> how know?
1: often do you go to disneyland
0: all the time i go to <laughs> disneyland all the time if you think i go to work i just go to disneyland
1: <laughs> i don't think we've been there for like three years
0: that was just a thought that I, had. I know
1: i know what you mean it's like on fridays when it's like fridays we get donuts and i think if like we didn't get donuts with you in the morning i think we have to go get donuts but we don't have to go to get donuts right uh anyways back to the habit thing. Um, she also talked about conscious versus unconscious thoughts, which is like what Zach was talking about, like the network of synapses and how, like the the little highways get like easier and so those synapses travel faster or whatever, blah blah blah. Um, but it's interesting because like I would think because I sometimes bite my nails. So I was thinking about that and I was like, I don't really bite my nails because I'm nervous or anything. Like I don't know really the reason I bite my nails. And it's the reason I do is because if I see dirt under my nails, I cannot handle it. I can't handle the dirt under there. And I would just rather put my mouth on my dirty nails and get the dirt out than like Wait until I can like clean out any dirt under there,
0: and which that is something that is definitely something. So there's so many other things that you could do, yeah, to prevent the dirt from under your nails. But
1: it is subconscious because like I just saw some, and I literally while I was talking, I was about to bite my nail. Like seriously, while I was talking, like a couple minutes ago, because I I have dirt under this middle finger nail. I I I am going to wait now because I'm talking about it. But like, what is that underlying reason, and also, she was talking about anxiety. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Because I didn't, I didn't really get it as well as you did.
0: Uh, I'm not sure I got it as well as you did. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure I was really paying attention that much. I pretty much had kind of checked out at <laughs> that point. But what I wanted to talk about and what I was saying, one of the underlying themes of the book so far, and we're about halfway through the book, is that, and she didn't say this and it just kills me because it would have been so easy, but I get that it's a cliche. The heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. Mm -hmm. I say that so much and I find it to be so true in so many circumstances, especially about habits, which is basically what her book was about. Yeah, the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. If you want to deal with habits, you have to find out what the main issue behind those habits are. Yeah. Why do you bite your nails? Because they're dirty. So you could either have a bad habit or a good habit form because of that Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times we find habits and we just try to like we try to end them we see that it's a problem but the the synapses have already like created a highway in our brain and so we just like try our hardest to just not give in Mm -hmm. but it eventually bugs us enough that we just give in Mm -hmm. and then we're like oh man I gave in and then there's like guilt and shame and involved in that but a lot of times I find that in order to successfully quit a habit, it is better to replace that bad habit with a good habit and form more good habits. Mm -hmm. So like when I come home and I want a beer, Mm -hmm. not even because I want a beer, it's just a habit. It's just something that I do. A better thing to do would be go and get a glass of water Mm -hmm. or juice or... Probably
1: water because you don't really drink that much water.
0: Yeah. And or if you always are drinking coffee at work because it's just there and it's just available and every time you walk past the the coffee maker you're like oh i should get some more coffee mm-hmm. my cup is empty i'm just gonna drink it because it's there mm-hmm. um maybe you should replace that with a good habit because i've i found that a lot of times that is that has helped me to quit my mm-hmm. bad habits. So, but th- it's difficult because a lot of times I haven't replaced it with a good habit. I've just replaced it with a better habit. Mm-hmm. And so it's still not a good habit. It's just a... Like the smoking thing. It's just a better habit than yeah. it was before.
1: Yeah, like your e-cigarettes.
0: Yeah, those things are bad.
1: Well, um, you were saying in the car, I don't think that she was, she was talking about this, but how anxiety and... Um, like social anxiety and stuff like that is a habit of fear, right?
0: Right. She said most bad habits are caused because of fear. Mm-hmm. So. And it's a way for us to cope with our fear subconsciously.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I was just thinking about this when you were talking about drinking water. When I am in... Like, I get social anxiety sometimes. So, if we're like out to eat with somebody, or like if there's like a group of people, or like there's a lull in the conversation, or anything like that, I always drink whatever I'm drinking like really fast and then like get more and more. Like, and I don't even think about it. But I was, I remember this recently drinking like so many glasses of water at something that I legitimately almost peed my pants before we got home because it all hit me all at once. But like, in that situation, how could I replace that with something else? Like, if I was going to replace, like, the drinking water, like, would it be to look at somebody in the eyes? Or, like, like what would be, you know, like, this is a realistic thing for me that I would like to break because I don't want to be doing having, like, an awkward thing that I do when I well, feel awkward. Well, and that's not
0: even necessarily a bad habit. It is, it is
1: though, because it is, like well, it's like a coping mechanism. It is a coping because
0: mechanism. Because I'm
1: feeling uncomfortable or, like, it's especially if there's, like, I think you do this too a little bit. Like if there's like a lull in the conversation, it's like just easy to like grab your beer, take a drink, grab your coffee, whatever you have, and take a drink because it's like, oh, I'm drinking. I don't have to be talking right now. You know right. what I
0: mean? So Can't you have. I think conversations just naturally flow and they have pauses and yeah you just but have you don't to, like those pauses i don't like those pauses but i think that i have learned a little bit to grow accustomed to the pauses because mm-hmm. both sides have to have some time to think and process
1: yeah and it's natural like and i know that too it's like not like silence is not a bad thing and it doesn't mean like you're bad at being around people or that the other person is bad at being around people, you know, like and I think of like with you, I can have silences with you and it's never uncomfortable. I never feel like I need to drink more stuff to fill the awkward silence or say meaningless things just so it's not quiet. You know, I never feel like that, but it is like in social situations like that. So well, I don't and know. that's
0: what she was saying in the book. We have to change the way that we think.
1: Yeah. And I it's like, I know that. But the things have already been wired in my head, you know, like, for whatever reason, I feel awkward in these situations. And I feel like I need to guzzle gallons of water (laughs) and pee my pants on the way home. It's just like so... I don't know. That's another one of my bad habits. I think it is a bad habit because it is... And like maybe the social anxiety itself is a bad habit, even though I don't really know how to how it happened, first of all, or how to even go about fixing it. Well,
0: she would say it's because you're not comfortable in your own skin. Maybe. But I mean, she's the expert, so...
1: I got another frou-frou thing that she said. Not frou-frou. I thought it was very interesting. She said... Watch.
0: She's going to listen to this podcast and going to be like...
1: She is probably very welcome and accustomed to critics. Okay, we are allowed to critic, to critic-keek.
0: Critic-keek. Yeah. Yep. Well, We're the can, best critic-keeks you've ever she had. Can, <laughs>
1: she can critic my talking. <laughs> okay, moving on. She said, uh, you are always doing your best at any given moment, given the way you're thinking at that moment, what your best thinking leads you to do. And I was like...
0: That's attic-talked. That's attic talk. <laughs> Addict talk. The
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I that is like okay. You're always doing your best, but I thought that was interesting because it's like I was thinking, no, I'm not doing my best when I'm sitting on my bed on my phone when I could be doing a thousand other things. That's not my best, but in that moment, for whatever reason, I thought that that was the best option because that's what I was doing. But then I don't think that that I don't agree with that. What she said, though, I don't agree with it. I
0: think it's kind of a paradox uh, because the addict talk. Is your best thinking got you here, uh-huh. and so you need help. And your best, your, you don't know how best to run your life.
1: So you need to change your best thinking.
0: So you need to change your best thinking. Make it better. You need to think better. You need to get different opinions. You need help yeah um but i would also say like i don't know it's so difficult because taking a a couple extra sips of water is not a bad thing that is the external thing yeah that is showing signs to an an internal 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 problem. problem yeah i know that and so like for me it Bad habits form because of some internal problem, and I'm trying to find a way to deal with that problem without recognizing the problem. Mm-hmm. So, yes, another addict talk. Mm-hmm. The first step is to admit that you have a problem. Okay. Yes. And then I've got a water problem. Try to deal. No, that's not the problem. What's the? problem? I know. I
1: know. I know. The feeling awkward is the problem. Yes. The not feeling comfortable in my skin.
0: Well, okay, that's a dumb way of putting it, but yeah, feeling awkward.
1: Well, I was gonna. <laughs> Okay. I even was thinking uh, like after that, I c- literally cannot even remember who we were with when I was drinking so much water. That's like, I don't even remember. Like it, do- it doesn't even matter who it was with. But the next day I remember thinking like of like a funny joke I made up about myself. Like I'm, if I am dehydrated, just put me in an awkward situation and I will drink all the water in the world. It was like making a joke about myself in my own head, whatever. But like that is, I know that that is an, That is the problem. It's an inward problem. But it's so it's so weird. It's so weird and awkward. And I don't know. I don't know what to do about it.
0: Yeah. I think when I come home, I've had a rough day. I need a beer and just need to calm down. Really, that beer is not doing anything. It is a stupid, dumb habit. It's empty calories and I'm not even enjoying it, which like if I'm going to drink a beer, I better enjoy it. Or yeah, else like, it's just pointless.
1: I feel like for you, enjoying a beer is like with friends, having a good conversation. Right. That's like or the like, height of enjoyment of Or a beer.
0: an actual good beer. Like yeah. Like Coors Light is what we call work beer. Yeah. It's like drinking, drinking water. Drinking just to drink. While we're working. Yeah. And... Uh, just to stay hydrated but so i think that like my problem was thinking that i need to relax and this is the best way to relax yeah and calm down and it's really is not i'm not enjoying it i'm Mm -hmm. not taking a step back Mm -hmm. um i think that just the simple action of drinking that coors banquet is going to calm me down and help me relax Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not doing anything it's not it's like two percent alcohol. Or whatever.
1: So we both have a drinking problem.
0: We do. (laughs) Yep.
1: Okay, but really, though, there are days when I think, like, literally, if I was not pregnant right now, I would drink, like, an entire bottle of wine. Like, there, when I have those thoughts, like, I need a drink because I've had a hard day or Forrest has been a psycho or, you know, whatever. I think that that's, like, maybe that's not what you're thinking when you're having the beer. But I've had those thoughts, like, even, like, being pregnant, I'm like, I need, I wish that I could have an alcohol right now because it does it like helps you unwind you know
0: well that's the thought behind it but a lot of times that's because you are actually taking a break you are actually stepping back from your normal life you are actually in the process of calming down yeah and relaxing like when you think about it if you're going to have a nice glass of wine it's after you've put the kid down to sleep yeah you don't have the tv on it's
1: not always after i put the kid to sleep
0: no i'm just kidding you're sitting on the (laughs) couch you've probably dimmed the lights a little bit you put your legs up
1: put my diffuser on put your diffuser
0: (laughs) on you're like already in the process of relaxing and that is just enhancing it yeah and so i would also say like with the phone which is a huge problem Mm -hmm. the phone and endless mindless scrolling i
1: feel like that's a like a widespread problem in our society
0: it is everyone's like zombies i'm a zombie i am well even if it's
1: like like if you are i don't know it's not even like there's super interesting stuff you need to be doing because sometimes it's like yes i do need to reply to this email or like text somebody back sometimes that is the case but lots of times it's like it's not even important stuff that i'm doing on my phone in public like there's like very little reasons to be on your phone when you're like out in a public place like at you're at a restaurant with somebody or if you're getting coffee with somebody i feel like there's no reason to be on your phone at all you know and For the most part, I think that I am pretty good in those situations. But there are times when it's just like, I just want to be on my phone, even if there's nothing important on there for me to be looking at, you know, like
0: what? I think that there is a some sort of void in our life that we're all trying to fill. And the phone is the closest thing nearby. And it kind of removes us from our own life and transports us into some other state
1: Yeah. Well, it has like the the premise of entertainment, you know, and that's what everybody is looking for when they open Instagram or anything like that. You expect to be entertained to a certain degree by everybody else's lives, you know, and that's like a whole nother thing with social media. But it's. I don't know. It's like, I'm bored. I got to go on my phone. I'm frustrated. Go on my phone. I'm in an awkward situation. Go on my phone.
0: So I guess the root of that is going to be different for everyone.
1: I think that it's it's discontentment.
0: It can be similar. Yeah, I think that it definitely it, it has something to do yeah. with discontentment.
1: Yeah, because it's either it's discontentment with your like boredom levels or discontentment with your current situation or like your discontentment with the way you're feeling I yeah, think that and is. you want
0: to be entertained because you're discontent. Yeah, you that, want to be distracted, right? You want to be distracted, and yeah. there's like there's only so much distraction that you can have, mm-hmm. but. The thing with the phone is it's so close and it's always going and it's always mm-hmm. changing and there's new there's information new. all the time mm-hmm. that you can almost permanently distract yourself and never get to the heart of the issue or the yeah. the problem of the heart. Because the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. So next time you pick up your phone and you're scrolling, ask yourself, Think about it. Why am I doing this?
1: Yep. There is... um. I know we have to be done soon, right?
0: Yeah, we're way over.
1: Oh, gosh. Sorry. I'm just going to talk really qu- quickly about this. Well, when we're talking about phones, well, there's this Instagram that I love following. Her name is Love Angeli and she is a mom, and she always posts really, like, real stuff about her and her family and it's just very relatable and I really really like it it's very encouraging and stuff but she always talks about this saying it's called stay awake to love and it's cheesy yes it's cheesy but I thought that that was very interesting because really if you are loving somebody then you love them when they suck and when they're annoying you and in all of their mess and you know people are messy and so like she's saying that because everybody uses certain things like we're talking about habits to remove themselves from their situations and so she always like wants to like remind people to stay awake to love and like just remember that if something's messy that's not like the time to like distract yourself with something else you know so I always think about that when with Forrest when I'm like so frustrated and like okay being in this messiness with him right now is loving him and it sucks and it's so frustrating and his logic is the worst and this is hard, but that is going to be the best thing for him is for me to like stay in that situation with him rather than distracting myself with my phone or going to be alone for a couple minutes, you know? So I just thought that was very interesting and very encouraging. So if you're into that kind of stuff, you should check out her Instagram thing. I'll put that in the show notes.
0: For sure. All right. Well, we don't have time for recommendations. (laughs)
1: Sorry. It's so long. How long is it?
0: It's too long, but (laughs) I'm going to cut it down. Okay. I don't. uh, Let me just tell you guys. If you noticed in last episode how it was a little bit faster, I don't think they did. (laughs) Well, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I'm just saying. We've gotten
1: really fast at talking. (laughs) If
0: you're a very critical listener, I found this easy thing to do. And yes, it might be a little bit more production than we're happy with. But we tend to talk longer than we want to, so I had to find a way to cut that down. It's just we stripped all of the silent parts.
1: Well, not strip them. You just shorten them. I shortened. So like the spaces between our words, basically.
0: Right. And like long pauses in between things. Like that. Yeah, that was just a long pause that Hannah had.
1: But when you listen to it, it'll be like, like that. (laughs) okay well thank you guys for listening let us know what you think about this week's episode we'd love to hear your thoughts and we'd love to hear your good and bad habits i think it's very interesting i like hearing what people's habits are because it's very different from person to person but anyways let us know email us send us a message you know how to reach us call me beat me if you want to reach me
0: yep all of our contact info is down below and feel free to leave us some more voicemails we definitely no, we love it we love it we love it And it feels like we're more connected with you. Like, you can hear our voice, but we can never hear your voice unless you leave a voicemail. So creepy. You got to get better about yawning into the microphone.
1: Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're
0: so bad at that.
1: I'm sorry. Okay, let it be known. I'm tired. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Catch you
1: on the flip side.
0: You totally don't have your joke ready, do you?
1: Oh, I thought we weren't doing that. We don't have time for it.
0: I said recommendations. We have to end every episode with a joke. Okay, then pause it. It's a happy note.
1: I don't know. A mushroom walks into a bar. The bartender says, hey, get out of here. We don't serve mushrooms here. The mushroom says, why not? I'm a fun guy. (laughs) Fun guy
0: I get it. I get it. That is funny. <laughs> that
1: is funny. Especially cuz the bartender was like a gangster.
0: <laughs> Why is the bartender a gangster?
1: Cuz I said it like a 20s gangster like "Al Capone. Hey, yo, get out of here."
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. Please uh... let us know what you think about this episode and future episodes that you would like to hear um maybe topic suggestions and things like that. We would appreciate that. Yeah. We love you guys and we hope that you have a great week and that you maybe try to find out what the, the cause of some of your bad habits are and replace them with some good habits. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm super lazy and sometimes I just don't want to brush my teeth at night gross. I just have to brush my teeth at night. You do. I have to. Everyone has to. So I'm going to go do that and now. And in the morning. I'm going to go brush. Do you brush... know that? I do. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go brush my teeth right now and then I will publish this episode and you will be able to hear it on Monday morning. Woo-hoo. Until then, happy trails. See ya. Happy trails.
1: Bye. <laughs> oh, are you going to be last? Okay, catch you on the flip side.
0: Happy trails. <laughs> Are we ready? Mm -hmm. Any last words?
1: I can hear my heart beating through my ears. That sounds nothing like a heartbeat. That sounds like a clicking noise. It's like... Okay, let's
0: do this. Okay.